Welcome to the FFI Practitioner Podcast. I'm Jordan Rich. For this week's podcast, we'll be examining how advisors can effectively utilize technology in serving their family enterprise clients through a case study of Trusted Family, a company that provides online services to multi-generational companies and now their advisors. Technology is evolving on many levels and most recently involving family business advisors and consultants in the complicated integrations of various technological programs and services. Today, we have a terrific guest, Arno DeConnick, Global Head of Partnerships at Trusted Family. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Arno. There are so many exciting things to talk about. Uh, how did you get involved in this particular field we're touching on today? Yeah, great great question, Jordan. Thanks for asking. I've um, basically started my career at Procter & Gamble, uh, very different industry, very different job, uh, and then you know sold this whole project, uh, software project developed within our own family. And, uh, you know, uh, after all sorts of conversation, I felt it was time for me to have a bit of a greater purpose in solving a challenge, which a bit was a bit bigger than the whole FMCG model. Uh, so joined this, this young startup 10 years ago to help develop the company across Europe, Middle East and Africa. Um, which grew to about 160 plus families worldwide and uh, basically transitioned three months ago into a new position as global head of partnerships because today 60% of our clients come from family business advisors, wealth managers, academic institutions. And so it was important for our firm to actually define and grow on a, on, on a strategy around right. how to better work with our partners. Well, trusted been- family is the name that that obviously means a lot because we have to have faith in the technology and in the systems and in the protection and security of them. So that's what we want to focus on. Uh, what's the basic mission statement of Trusted Family and the, the use of technology? How do you define it? So the, the basic mission statement is really to support family businesses, board, shareholders, governance entities in being more effective in working online. Uh, you know, uh, every family business is different. Some have a family office, others have holding companies, some are very structured, others a bit less. And the, the real purpose is uh, how can a software really better support families in working together, uh, in taking decisions together, in informing uh, one another about what's going on in the organizations. Is the learning curve a challenging one for family groups that have been technology-free to this point? They haven't been involved. How much help does your organization provide, and, and how challenging could it be for some individuals as you go forward? Interesting question. I mean, the, the challenges that we face when working, when the fam, when working with every family is, is similar, right? The families are organizing themselves more and more. The ownership stakes start to vary. The complexity of the family starts to vary. And, um, you know, we realize that uh, having having a software like this in place actually, you know, can, can really better facilitate the performance of families online. Uh, they've got, you know, they can track the progress made on specific projects. They have insights on how... Uh, the family, the shareholders, the boards are actually engaging with one another. And 
people are getting more and more used to technology. I think, you know, this crisis has shown us that, you know, we cannot always meet in person. Softwares are there, are being used by a lot of families already today and actually facilitates a lot of things. You know, there's, uh, if, if we look at a bit at the technology landscape, I think there's all sorts of financial softwares that are being used by family offices, cap table management, legal entity tools. And mm. families have really started professionalizing themselves over the past two, three years, I would say mainly. Uh, you know, I think uh, they're becoming business entities and structured organizations which actually are equipping themselves more and more online to, to better operate and also to secure uh, their data because right. uh, you have to stop using emails realize that actually that data that you're sharing probably is of value for others and then also the impact like whatever you do online can have repercussions offline right i think we're we need to understand the the, the market the industry we're in uh, sharing pictures when we're on vacation lets everybody you know we're not at home we're not in the office i mean it can have repercussions Mm. Um, and so it's for that purpose really important to just be conscious of it, which would be my second tip really there is to conduct training sessions with uh, staff, with family members, not just around, you know, social media best practices, but uh, how even to identify potential attacks. You know, how does that look like, you know, when you receive an SMS to make sure whenever you click on a link that is sent to you to make to just look at the URL of that link if it's a hyperlink over your mouse over it, you can easily see the email and the, the, the URL. And if it's something dodgy or if it's something that's not what you expected, just don't click on it, you know? And there's right. just some simple tips there, which I would really um, help support and train your clients to, mm -hmm. to just be more aware of how attacks are being held. A couple of simple questions. I, I think the answer is obvious, but this, I would imagine this software opportunity is very mobile. In other words, adaptable to one's phone, which is everyone's best friend, correct? Correct. So we have, uh, so we're, we're both on the, uh, on the web browser, but we have an iOS and an Android application. A lot of our board members, shareholders actually connect on their mobile devices, which is, again, is branded and tailored for the look and feel of every family, which is also important. You want to create a sense of identity. Uh, you know, families are there to stay in generations, and so they really need to secure and manage their data as for the future generation also to organize their data to make sure it's available and to make sure that you know you engage with all the stakeholders and all the family members, those are active in the day-to-day -day conversations, but also those who are you know in their countryside less involved in the business, because those are mm. important players also to engage with. Has it been a little more tricky to get the patriarchs or matriarchs, the the older generation, on board? Uh, although I work with octogenarians and more in my work, and they are savvy as anybody but i'm just wondering what what it looks like yeah. from your perspective yeah it's very interesting I, I would actually maybe even say it's the opposite <laughs> in the sense that you know a lot of our i mean the platform is used uh, by a lot of entities to work more efficiently together so you have committees working together through the software board members using the software for, for basically better communication better decision making better exchanges and diffusing of information. So I think there's a lot of working groups that are using the tool today, which are people ranging between 35 and 60 uh, years of age. 
I think when we talk about the next gen, um, and you know, I think there, the the use case and the need is very different there. The purpose is just for the next gen most of the time is really to start involving them, informing them uh, about what is going on about the business, uh, but they're less involved in the decision-making process. So they connect, uh, you know, whenever there's a newsletter or something interesting that is being shared or an update about a new product, a new venture, but they are using the platform differently. They use, they use it more to consume it on their uh, mobile, they receive an alert, they click on it, they, mm. they see a new video from the company, they see an announcement, they see a new story from the family, a, a family member launching a new venture or, or whatever the topic may be, um, versus the senior generation are using it for more strategic conversations. Right. Uh, where, and therefore, they use, it, they use it on a more regular basis because you have board meetings uh, you know, every quarter you may have three, four boards within a family, you know, so, and then you have committees using it. So they use it as more as on a more frequent basis because there's preparation of the boards during the board, following up of the board, all of that happens through the systems versus uh, next gen. It's more whenever there's mm -hmm. business news that they connect. And in general, before we wrap up, talk about the communication that has improved and you have stats and feedback from your clients to say how much it's improved between the generations and between the committees. It's a streamlined process. Does that then correlate into better overall communication and success in a family unit? 100% agree. And I think maybe linked to this conversation and that question, maybe let me add maybe this concept of you know how we work with a lot of advisors because i think it's very much linked to you know good communication comes by good content and i think working with family business advisors it's it's been a great way to help us develop and 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 grow the software uh because you know uh, the the governance work that family business advisors do is really helps to develop uh, the blueprint, the map of the family versus trusted family really sets the journey online. Um, and, you know, for governors to work well, you need, you need to have like this effective decision making really must be made effortless for it to, re to be successful. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's why we've been working really nicely with all sorts of advisors um, around the world who's really embracing our technology uh, to gain more insight, more visibility into the families, to to facilitate, uh, you know, following up of meetings, to keep everybody up to date with the developments uh, that are going on, uh, to grow the relationship also with older generations, stakeholders, retain also more recurrent business models through the system. That's really where we are developing the software to make it as a a tool not just for the family to better communicate, but also for them to work more efficiently with their different stakeholders, that it be their wealth manager, their lawyers, their accountants, their family business advisors, in order to deliver and store sensitive information in just a more efficient way and to work mm -hmm. together in a more efficient way, because the more communication you have with your clients, it's always the better. Well, you've been exceedingly forthcoming with a lot of great information, Arno, but I can't let the interview end without me asking somebody who knows or is in the in the business every day, what's on the horizon? Is there anything really spectacular or interesting or fascinating to you that we might see in the next year to five in terms of technology, digital communication, et cetera? Anything out there we should know about? 
so really, really exciting stuff. I think we, we grew uh, during the COVID for the, since the past year and a half from a team of 16 to a team of 28 people. So, you know, very fortunate to be in that growing curve despite the complexities we, and, and the difficulties for uh, many firms out there throughout the, the year and a half. So, you know, we've basically doubled our product team, uh, have structured our product team. We're new, working on new versions, which I believe will really be of added value for uh, small families, for um, family offices, family businesses. We're continuously going to basically grow on a much faster space and roll out features on a faster pace. And so I'm really looking forward to uh, working together with our partners in order to work together to drive more value to our clients. I think that's one thing. Me moving into this global partnership position, which I started two months ago, I'm actually finalizing how we can better operate with our family business advisors. How can we also uh, better collaborate with other technology softwares to offer a holistic uh, technology approach to our clients, which is not just you know effective communication, effective decision making, but also offer uh, additional services to our clients online. And um, and that require will require me and the firm to work more closely with our family business advisors and uh, and just really to involve them more in the conversation and to help them work more efficiently on a case by case basis with all of their clients that's that's really the purpose of my new mission now so uh well yeah a lot of exciting exciting stuff coming up speed and clarity and efficiency all moving at a rapid rapid pace well we thank you so much for your time and uh, more importantly for all the hard work in building this company that has helped a lot of families and will help many in the future. Great to meet you, Arno, and I certainly hope your life opens up in your part of the world as it's opened up here in the States really soon. Yeah, Yeah, Jordan, thanks so much for your time for these questions and looking forward to seeing a lot of you in October. Many thanks again to Arno DeKunig of Trusted Family, providing secure technology to connect, communicate, and collaborate with boards, shareholders, and family anywhere, anytime, on any device. For more, visit trustedfamily.com. You can also connect with us directly by visiting ffi.org. I'm Jordan Rich, thanking you for listening. Take care.